The Power Moms Network, empowering moms to lift the world. Hey, thanks for joining me today for episode number 87 of Podcasting Your Brand. I'm your host, producer Jemmy, providing learning lessons for you to podcast your brand. And today, I'm be bringing you my next Podcasting 102 topic, your sponsorship packages. And this episode is brought to you by my own brand, Flintstone Media. So let's get into it. But first, starting with one of my social media tips. Hey, it's producer Jemmy with your podcasting tip today. So happy Friday. So today's tip is going to be focusing on the audience growth hack of being a guest on other podcast shows. It's a great way to grow your audience because you're putting yourself in front of people who are already podcast consumers. But here's the trick. In order for this hack to grow your audience, you have to focus on their audience. That's right. You have to focus on the value that you can bring for their audience. That means don't just come up with some generic pitch, okay? You can't do that. Listen to a couple episodes of their show, engage with them on social media, figure out what is the mission and goal and purpose of their show, what value are they trying to bring to their listeners, then angle your pitch and your background and your experience toward that value goal. And that's how you're going to land yourself to be a guest on their show. Come back every day. We're gonna actually be focusing to next week on tips about monetization. So come back every day, every day podcastingyourbrand.com. I'm producer Jenny. <laughs> So be sure that you're following me all over social media, whether that's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, threads, wherever, so you can get all of my social media tips and you get them first. Also, don't miss the opportunity to work with me in a small group setting. I do workshops. So whether you have a show idea that you want to launch, you want to make sure you can get off the ground, it is awesome, or you already have a show and it's kind of like flopping around and not doing a great job for you, then join me in one of my small group workshops. They're a lot of fun. Just got done with one a couple weeks ago, had a fantastic time. There's one at the end of every month. Go to toppodcastworkshop.com. And last but not least... Let's get on to today's lesson. So we're going to continue our Thanksgiving metaphor from the last episode. And now we're going to be talking about today about what to serve up at the table. In other words, what can be in your sponsorship packages? And then also, also very, very important, how do you make sure that all your guests at that table get along? Let's get into talking about your sponsorship packages. Okay, so remember in episode 86, I really got into the Thanksgiving metaphor when talking about how to set the table of opportunity for your potential sponsors. We're going to continue that today by talking about how to set a place for each person at that table and how to arrange things so that they get along. So let's take a deeper dive into that element of setting the table for potential sponsors and setting a place for each person by having your sponsorship packages ready. So first, think through everything that you have to offer as a possible element of a sponsorship package, not just within your show, but let's start there because it expands well beyond, but let's start there. So within your show, you can do the traditional ads on your show, the traditional pre-produced ad that gets put in as a pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll. You can also do something that 
says that sponsors supporting our particular segment of the show, kind of like when you're in the car and you're listening to the radio and you hear that the traffic is sponsored by blah, 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 by Blamo, or you hear whatever is sponsored by this person. Same thing. There's a segment on your show, which if you were listening to the other, the last episode on setting the table, you know how great this opportunity can be. Then that's another thing. They can be a sponsor for a particular segment. Also, they can be a host red ad. That can be something else that you offer. Now, a host red ad just means that they've given you some bullet points and you're going to give that ad at the same kind of space that you had a pre-produced ad, but you're just going to say it more on the fly, more natural. That's one way to do it. The other way to do it is to have it become part of a natural conversation. So let's say that there's a product that you really use. Let's say it's your favorite coffee maker, okay? Then you want to create a sponsorship ad for that coffee maker and want it to be a host read ad. Well, work it into a topic, a chat, a catch-up part where you're talking about the crazy morning that you had and how it was saved because how easy it was for you to quickly get a cup of coffee with this awesome coffee maker. I love it. It's my new thing. My friend gave it to me. Oh my gosh, right? host red ad that becomes naturally part of the show. So that's the other way that you can do it. So you can do ads on your show. That's kind of the low-hanging, more obvious fruit. Similarly low-hanging, more obvious is social media and other promotional marketing stuff. So let's start with social media. If you're posting about each episode somewhere in social media, then that post, the graphic that goes along with it, can include the logo for that sponsor, or the copy can mention presented by that sponsor. So you can add social media promotions into your offerings as the episode posts. Now, there can be also posts that you do on social media, you should be doing on social media, that are related to the content in your episodes, related to the value of your show. So similarly, you can offer to do social media posts that present the value of that product or service that's being sponsored as it relates to the show. So that's another thing that you can do, post on social media with related value to your show. You can also offer up blog posts on your website. So that's another thing you can do. And kind of a major selling point on that is that it helps that sponsors SEO by having you mention their brand on your website that links back to their website. This is, I'm not going to get too easy into <laughs> SEO, but this is creates what's called a backlink of relevancy. And so Google says, okay, we think there's an added relevancy on this topic that's just been boosted up by this blog post. So it adds to what Google is looking for and that brand can get really excited about it. So blog posts can be major for SEO. And also major for SEO, if you write for other publications, I actually am in the midst, I'm just wrapping up putting together a media kit for a client. And one of the things we're highlighting at their highest level packages, which we'll get through the breakdown of the packages in a minute, but the highest level package, one of the things we offered there, because she writes for other publications, is that we can write an industry-related article for those other publications about that sponsor. So if you have a relationship like that with a publication, make sure that you can capitalize on that relationship. And then also think about what publishing you can do on your own. Are there press releases that you can put out or do put out that you can mention that they're now sponsoring and partnering with your show? Do you have a mailing list that you've been building up over the years that you can send and put an, a mention of this sponsor in your e-blast? That is definitely something that can be part of your sponsorship package. 
And last but not least, the stuff that's in the show, stuff that's part of your own promotion, but also, now this brings it up another level, experiences that that sponsor can participate in with you. So that can be going live in a social audio space like Clubhouse. So let's say you do regular rooms on Clubhouse. There's a sponsor whose service really works well to add value to your room. Well, that can be part of the sponsorship package that you're bringing them into your room. You're moderating them. You're putting them on stage. You're lifting them up as a main speaker, maybe even interviewing them and doing a Q&A. So they're able to gain more clients straight from that room on Clubhouse with you or Go live in a video setting like LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, same kind of thing. But going live with you is an experience that you should be adding into your packages. If you do events, whether they're in person or they're virtual, that event can absolutely be another way that you tie opportunity into a sponsorship package. So for example, they can be on as a featured speaker. They can be just mentioned constantly over the course of the event as a presenting sponsor, those kinds of things. If there are any materials or during the course of the video, there can be a ticker banner that goes across the screen that has the, the brand's name on it, whatever you want to do. There's ways to incorporate them into your events and have that be part of a sponsorship package offering. And also... They can be on your show. You already have a platform. So one of the great things you can offer a potential sponsor is for them to be on a show. Now, this can be done in a couple of different ways. They can be a featured guest on your show. That's probably the most obvious one. But also, they can be a repeated content contributor. This is one of my favorite ways to get sponsors involved because it puts them in front of my audience over and over and over again, and it allows them to demonstrate their value and their expertise as it relates to whatever they are wanting to be part of the call to action for your audience to take. So let's say they are an expert in a certain field of um, biology, okay? And you have a show that's on health and science. And let's say, okay, let's say they're, they're on microbiology and you have a show on health and science. So maybe you want to do a segment on how people can be careful about the microbes in their home, right? And so you do a five-minute segment on the end of your show about microbes in the home and you invite that microbiologist who has their own services. I can't, I'm making this up on the fly. Deal with it. <laughs> their own services to come in and give those tips. So it's not you giving those tips, it's them giving those tips and then they have a link in the show notes that your listeners, whenever they're looking for whatever service that microbiologist might be offering, it's a no brainer. They're not going to go searching for somebody else. They already know who and to go and where to find them. So that can be a major opportunity for a potential sponsor to be a repeated content contributor. And it adds value to your show, adds content to your show. That's beyond your box of expertise. So it's really, really amazing. So that's the first thing you want to do. You want to think of what you can even put in your package. But then second, you want to think of what you really want to highlight. So let's you're putting your media kit together, you're putting your packages together. But what do you really want to highlight in like big, bold letters or graphic cutout things, you know, that really say, hey, this is what we're doing. And it's awesome. Well, one of those things are your unique offerings. Think about things that only really you can offer. For example, those opportunities to go live with you. Now, certainly other people go live, but you're the only one who 
can offer people the opportunity to go live with you in front of your audience. So that's a unique offering. And then of course, okay, then the blog posts, the press releases, the ability to write an article for another publication. If you have that, that's a unique offering that should absolutely be highlighted. So unique things, experience things, any of that stuff, absolutely highlight it as a unique offering. You also want to highlight if you have an opportunity for them to add a banner ad to your website, because it's, it's beyond just a regular click through, it's actual graphic representation of their link. And so whether that's on your homepage, or if your website is about your business, and your podcast has a landing page on there, so the landing page on your podcast, wherever you think it's going to make sense, but a banner ad on your website can really help elevate the offering for your sponsorship package, because it gives them that real estate. And how you sell it is by talking about your website as a place that people go repeatedly for this kind of content, this kind of services. Remember, the power of podcasting, especially in the consumer space, is that podcast listeners, your listeners, are raising their hands and saying, we want this information, so we're coming to you for it. So you tell that to the potential sponsor and say, they're looking for cleaning information, keeping their home healthy, their family healthy. They're coming here for that information. So not only should you be a constant content contributor, but also have a banner ad with an offering on our website so people can find your offering and your services and make it exclusive. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> also, you want to highlight what numbers are really, really working for you. So is it your downloads? Are they through the roof? Is it your ranking on listen notes, for example? Is that a good number? Nice, tiny number? Downloads, big number, good. Ranking, small number, good. Remember that, okay? Your social media reach or how often people tend to share your stuff. The size of your mailing list. If it's a, if you have 200,000 people in mailing list, a million people in mailing list, like, if that's a big number, highlight that. So think about what numbers for you are the most impressive and highlight those through your sponsorship packages and your media kit. Now, as a bonus, I'll put a link in the show notes for my full example of my disciples lesson. But you want to keep this in mind for package elements. What is my disciples lesson? My disciples lesson in short is simple. That you want to create disciples for your show. You want other people talking about your show. So as you're putting together sponsorship packages, have that thought constantly in the back of your head. Will this or how can I build this and orient this so that it creates an opportunity for somebody else to talk about my show? So that's when they are a content contributor, as an example. The opportunity then is you create a clip, you clip out their content contribution and say, hey, put this on your website, put this on your YouTube. And of course, it all tracks back to you putting that clip on their YouTube about them being on your show is them acting as your disciple. So think through all the different ways that you can create disciple type opportunities through these sponsorship package elements. And again, I'll put the full description of my disciple lesson in a link in the show notes. So look for that. Okay. So we've talked so far about thinking about everything that you have to offer that you can put in the package and then what to highlight as the most amazing things <laughs> that are part of your package offerings, right? So now you're going to put all of these things in two to three package levels. 
your top level is going to be those that are the package elements that are the most unique, the most exclusive to you, the package elements that require more of a heavy lift and above and beyond effort from you, and maybe even create a one-off effort that isn't like scalable. So that has to be at the top level because you need those dollars to reflect the exclusivity of those kind of opportunities and the extra effort that you're going to have to make because they're not necessarily scalable. The, the They're one-time, one-off things, like an industry blog post about them for a publication those things should be top level, okay? Now, your mid-level can be including stuff like your social media promotions. And then, of course, social media promotions can also be part of the top level. And your lowest level should be the things that only only appear within the context of consuming the episode itself, either as a, a pre-produced ad, sponsoring a particular segment, the link in the show notes, those basic things that are specific to only the reach of the episode itself should be at the lowest level. Okay. And the reason you want to create more than one level is because you're going to have potential sponsors with varying price points and you don't want them walking away because they think that there isn't an option for them. And that leads us to price points. <laughs> but before I do, I just want to say real quick that you also, when you're putting your package together, keep in mind, about having a level that's customizable, have some flexibility so that when someone says, I kind of want a little bit of this and also a little bit of that, that you're prepared to put something together customized. Even if it means you write down their options that they want and then you come back to them the next day after having put some thought into it with what that package would be, what that price point would be, have the ability to at least do that so you can have some flexibilities. You don't turn people away just because you're inflexible, okay? And the fourth thing I want you to think about is the fun stuff. Let's make some money, okay? So how do you figure out your price points? How much do you charge? Well, here's the thing. The bad news, it's hard to nail down exactly the right answer for this, okay? If you can find a competitor in your space, if you can find their media kit, definitely take a look at that if, if it has the pricing in it. That's a wonderful, wonderful place to start, okay? Back in the day, and this is still a little bit of a great hack, but back in the day when I was first starting with sponsorship packages and figuring things out, what I realized was most of the sponsors of podcasts at the time, they were doing their current marketing in areas like magazines and radio. So I looked at what were they paying for the reach that they were getting in magazines and radios and stuff like that. So I went to the magazine websites and I looked up their media kits because they all have them. So I know exactly when I'm looking at a potential sponsor or potential group of sponsors, sponsor type, and I say, how much would they have to pay to get an ad, a quarter page ad in a magazine promoting their services? Let's say it's $500, okay? Then I would just immediately just, just chop that in half. I'll start there as my base price point because for them, that's what they're going to look at. That's what's going to make them lean in and be interested is because they're like, oh, this is already a lower price point. Okay, let's talk about the reach. Now, where the reach comes in, here's the, the ability to really sell this. I'm giving you so much gold. 
where the reach comes in is radio and magazines are wide net efforts. You're throwing out a wide net and they're hoping that just the right person reads that magazine or just the right person tunes into that radio station at just the right time to catch their ad. So it's a wide net with very small percentage of people who are actually taking action. It's very different with podcasting because like I mentioned, people are self-filtering. They're raising their hands for this kind of information. So that's what you tell people. The potential sponsor is you say, my listeners are already self-filtered. They're already primed and ready for your content. They've come here looking for solutions that you're providing. So even if it's the numbers aren't huge, the percentage the piece of the pie that they're going to actually get results from is way bigger because it's a much better fit. It's a smaller, more targeted knife. It's not a big net. It's like a very sculpted cut. That is your podcast. So even if the numbers aren't big, that doesn't matter. It's the fact that your audience is a perfect fit for their audience. Okay. I can go on and on and on. But that's the comparison between looking at other sources of possible advertising that they could be spending their dollars on versus yours and how to talk to them in the language that they already know and having that translate into podcasting spaces. Okay. But okay. So find a competitor's media kit with pricing. Now come up with a starting point. And if you're selling out spots quickly, then wonderful. Now you know the next round. You just got to raise your prices. If you find it a real challenge, and it's not it's not a matter of your messaging being a failure or not coming in as strong as it should be. It's not a matter of you, know, you targeting the wrong potential sponsors. Like, let's say you're doing all the right things, but you're still finding it a real challenge to sell those spots. It's because there are too many other opportunities that look at that they think are more valuable. So you may then have to reduce your pricing. That's probably what it means, okay? So it's, it's a bit of testing, right? But hopefully after a little while, you'll be able to just keep going up and up and up because you'll be selling out spots. Your audience will be growing. Your ability to sell those messages will be improving. So your sales points will also be going up and up. That is the hope, right? <laughs> All right, now the fifth, and honestly, the most important thing to not only the success of uh, that whole Thanksgiving th dinner thing that I was talking about, but also to the success of creating a long lasting relationship with your sponsor. Don't piss them off. <laughs> what I mean by that is not only like delivering what you say you're going to deliver, but also arrange things so that those who don't get along with each other don't sit next to each other at the table and aren't on the same episode. So what I do is have a no conflict policy. What I say is that no one in that sponsor's direct vertical will end up on the same episode. So somebody who sells, oh, I don't know, jewelry isn't going to be on the same episode is somebody else who sells jewelry, right? So no one in their direct vertical, that's what that means, will be on the same 
episode. So Thanksgiving dinner, you can tell Aunt Susie, guess what? Your brother Patrick will be all the way at the other end of the table because I know you guys don't like each other, right? Same thing. You tell your potential sponsor who knows that they had a competitor be a sponsor before. You say, don't worry. That relationship has come to a close. We ended amicably. The campaign was great. So we now have a spot open for this exact kind of competitor just like you. So that's how you get them in. All right. That's really it. That's how you get your sponsorship packages ready and how you finish setting the table for your sponsorship. So if you missed the last episode, episode 86, that really got into the beginning, the nuts and bolts of sponsors of media kits and setting the table for your sponsors, you want to get into that. But honestly, way back on episode 85, not way back, this was only a few episodes ago, but 85, John J. Wiley helped us kick off this entire discussion on media kits and sponsors and all those kinds of things. Well, on the next episode, episode number 88, Nicole Walker will be my next podcasting pro peer guest. And she is going to help us wrap up this conversation with all the ways, the strategies that come into play and actually selling these sponsorships. So you do not want to miss it. Let's come back and wrap this whole thing up. We'll see you then. Now let's end with one more of my social media tips. Remember to follow me all over social media, either as Flintstone Media, the name of the company, or as producer Jemmy, me, J-A-I-M-E. So you get my social media tips, you get all of them, and you get them first. And also, if you want to work with me, remember that I have small group workshops and also full-fledged podcasting production services. So if you have a show idea, Come talk to me, flintstonemedia.com. All right, it's producer Jemmy signing off for now. Remember, the only thing more powerful than your voice is your spirit to use it. So let's turn that mic on. And now let's hear my other social media tip. Hey, it is producer Jimmy with your tip for today. We can continue our focus this week on finding great guests. Now, yesterday we talked about how to do that online. Today, let's go into how to do that in real life. Now, the concept is the same. Think about who your ideal listener is and the spaces that serve them. So go online real quick. I know I talked about in real life, but go online real quick and just search for events local to you that are topical, right? So whether it's meetups, conferences or any other kind of events, then go there because chances are, if your ideal listener is drawn to that event, they're there to see someone speak or present or do something else from the stage and that speaker or presenter or do something else or <laughs> can be a really great guest for you. And chances are, if they booked that presentation, that speaking gig, they're gonna be a great guest. So tell them afterwards, walk up to them and say, hey, I have this great podcast. I would love to have you as a guest. So that's how you can find solid, amazing guests who are already drawing a crowd. And I want to draw you back here every day, podcastingyourbrand.com. I'm producer Jimmy. Flintstone Media has been building brands through the power of podcasting since 2014, serving as an award-winning and highly resourceful podcast production house and consultancy firm. Work with producer Jemmy, a leader in the podcast industry, and add a new podcast to your brand's content offerings. From show development and setup through recording and distribution, producer Jemmy and her team will lend their experience launching dozens of successful podcasts and producing thousands of episodes, making creating your show a simple and easy turnkey process for you. 
Visit FlintstoneMedia.com for podcast samples. That's FlintstoneMedia.com.